Boys Takeover. That music can only mean one thing. And that is that one of the biggest names in wrestling is in the studio with us right now. Samoa Joe, welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. It's oh very good to be here. God, what a pleasure to have you, dude. Uh, this is uh, this is one of those things we thought Micah was lying when she said that, A, she knew you. And Yo, B, can, I, can, I, can I address that right yeah, now? Yeah, please. So I'm listening to the show on the way over here. Yeah. And like, you know, you can hear like producer heat. Like, you sure. know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. And Seth's over there like, throw, are you sure Joe's coming? <laughs> have you called him? Have you? Uh, did you double check? <laughs> <laughs> We're very excited, like, man. Like when that comes on, yeah, come on. That's like, Listen, let me tell you something. If Micah tells me to be somewhere, I love her. I love her family so much. Clearly. Like, like You'll even suffer she, through a radio hey, show like this. I know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we're like texting Kava orders back and forth. I'm like, mind, body, 50-50? Well, yeah, mind, body, that's like the, the blend of the Kava. Well, you can get different strains. So you, oh. You can relax your it's mind. kind of like a sativa or an indica if, thing. if one went thing. that way. Yeah. Yeah. What did you choose? Did you choose the mind, the body? No, I told her full blast. She oh. knows what's up. We're not, we're not messing around. Ooh, I'm old school Kava. Ooh. All right. Yeah, we're just new school Kava. We <laughs> yeah. just had it for the first time a little bit well, ago. Well, I had it for the second time this weekend when I saw Micah at Grassroots. That's true. And did it? Did it numb you? Did it make oh, you? Oh, I was. I w- I got muddy, Drew. You got what? Muddy. Is that what you get on the cover? Learning the lingo. This is yeah, the yeah, text yeah. I got. This is, so Micah sends me a text last night. She says, "Hey, they they want to bring Kava in the studio. Is that cool?" And I said, "I don't. Does Joe want Kava?" And she said, "Yeah, he drinks it every day." I said, "Well, see whatever he wants." She goes, "I want to get Joe muddy af." That's what she told me last <laughs> night. You said muddy af. You said that it's in a text. Your fault. You know what that f stands for, right? Shame yeah. on you. Friendly. Uh, Joe, Absolutely so many friendly. First with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I, is it my first time I did mushrooms with you guys? Yeah. Oh, it's not comparable. Maybe I did choose the right show. <laughs> <laughs> this might actually maybe. work out pretty nice. Uh, <laughs> you have had such an unbelievable career. I was doing my research on you because I'm old school wrestling guy. I, I you know, Wikipedia I, this morning. I, well, no, <laughs> some articles on you too. I, I like to, to be well informed. And you started a while ago and you got involved with a company that was like big in Japan, etc. Mm-hmm. And then top of your game, you're fighting Sting, you're in the crowd and you suffer an unbelievable injury that takes you out for a while. How in the world did you have the mental and physical strength to get to a point where now you're back and you're on top of the game where you've always belonged. I had a mortgage, which is probably the biggest <laughs> it's good motivator. Yeah, just yeah. yeah, I really had to, you know, those bills needed to get paid. So, uh, <laughs> make you get off your ass and do something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> Did, uh, was it a lucky break that you got? Do you feel like you were in the right place at the right time? Is it hustle and determination that uh, got you my, back? It, it was a hustle for me. I mean, like, uh, I really wish I could say I had a lucky break, but... Uh, well, I mean, early on in my career, I got scouted a lot by, like, I was with a West Coast developmental affiliate. Right. Um, and actually, like, John Cena's match, he had it with me, the one that kind of got him hired to WWE. Right. And uh, I remember, like, they, and they were there to look at John, obviously. I mean, he looked great. You know, he's like the blue chipper. And, and uh, John was a good friend of mine, so I had no problem whatsoever uh, helping him kind of, like, you know, hi- highlight and do his thing. Um, and, you know, hey, man, he was he was a hard worker, man. He got it done. So, sure. But after the match, I remember uh, Jim Ross, had a head of uh, talent relations at the time, I went to, I was like, you know, hey, is there any interest over here? They say, ah, no, son, I don't think, uh, I don't think you're gonna quite. Uh, oh, work out here. yeah, crush. oh man, it's crushed. Ouch. Like two years in, damn. Two years in, uh, but it was cool because, like, it actually, like, I was like, well, if I can't go there, then I'm just gonna focus on all these other. Like, I look, well, where else can you make money? Oh, Japan. So then. Uh, Focused on Japan, got a got a contract over there, and kind of the rest is history. Yeah, what was that like wrestling over there in Japan? Had you been there before, or is it all whole no, new world? No, that was to my you? first. It was uh, so it's a culture shock. So the first week you're there, you're like, this place is backwards, man. This is crazy. And yeah. then uh, uh, I don't know. I spent, I spent two years there, and, and I love it, man. I love the culture of the people. Um, Tokyo is probably one of the greatest party cities in the world. No um, kidding. And you know, you're 19, you got a ton of money, and yeah. uh, 
yeah, it makes it real easy to, uh, you know, learn to love a country. To assimilate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Samoa Joe in the studio with us just off of his uh, match with Brock Lesnar at the uh, Great Balls of Fire this past Sunday where uh, you put Brock Lesnar through a table. Not a lot of people can say that. Yeah, not a lot of people uh, get, get in Brock Lesnar like I did. So. Man, <laughs> how did that add to, uh, that had to feel something. Seth, that is a huge accomplishment that he did. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what's, what's the feeling like right before you go and wrestle Brock Lesnar for you? Um, well, <laughs> Brock is like, uh, he's every bit as intimidating as like you would imagine he would be. And right. then times two, like he's, no, the guy's just, he's a shaved gorilla. I mean, he's, he's stiff. Huh? <laughs> I, it, it's just, he's, he's stronger than strong. Right. Um, he, I don't even think he even realizes how strong he is. I mean, he's got great control, but he's just, he's just, he's, I mean, he is the beast, man. He's a big dude. So when you're going in there and you're going to get into it with Brock, a, uh, you know, like, Brock isn't gonna want to go over a lot of stuff. He's gonna want to go out there and he's want to, you know, he's gonna want to get down. So like, <laughs> you know, Brock, Brock's not a pre-planned dude at all, man. You go right. out there and you just kind of oh, do it. Oh, so, that's yeah. not good. That's like, <laughs> and for some people, it's like you know, it, it trips them out. Like for me, I was like, well, you know, we gonna scrap, we gonna scrap. We gonna gonna work out. Like you gotta consign yourself. You don't get hit in the head. So oh man, so, can I mean, you can you fight for real? Um, listen, I, I and I tell people this all the time, dude. I've never been involved in a real street fight in my life, and uh, I think it's a stupid practice. Um, I may have been involved in a few assaults throughout my life. Okay, <laughs> all right, but, uh, all right. very good. Very may, but yeah, or may not. Right, uh, but you know, I, I'd like to think that uh, I could get myself out of any situation. I, I think he, he looks like he can handle himself in a fight. I'm just saying, though, with the average guy, I would bet. But yeah. you know, if things turn serious between the two of you guys, one guy hits a guy a little too hard. And the other guy goes, "Oh, we didn't plan that out." Mm, you know, yeah. and, and uh, my big thing is, uh, you know, hey, listen, I'm not saying I could I could whip everybody in the world, but I will take a piece Just of rock. you. I will take a piece of you. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna limp away. You're gonna limp away from the victory. Samoa Joe is in the studio with us, uh, fresh off of a weekend of huge wrestling. John, the biggest wrestling oh, fan that we know, yeah. is this uh, is this like the Super Bowl wrapped up in uh, you know all you can eat Christmas? Look at this guy! Look at his you. face! You're glowing, dude. <laughs> I'm very You're happier than you've been all week. I'm very excited. Uh, I've got a you know as far as the nerdy wrestling fan questions go. Oh, good. Um, I spent a lot when I first moved to Florida. I discovered Impact Wrestling TNA, mm. and 2006 uh, ish, right around the time Kurt Angle showed up and everything. Was your goal always to get to the WWE, or in those moments? when Kurt Angle showed up at Impact and you guys had that great feud and like when he showed up there, were you thinking this company is going to the next level or has your goal always been to get to the WWE? No, when I was there at the time, my, my goal, I mean, TNA was my squad. That was my team. That's who I played for. So yeah. it's like, I was all about trying to get them to the next level. So, I mean, my goal was just to make money and do this for a living. You know what I mean? Like, really, like, it's something I love to do. I didn't care where I did it, just as long as I got to do it. Right. Um, like, the WWE stuff was like a bonus. Like, you know, when I when I, when I I left TNA, and really with no job prospects, and, uh, uh, you know, a lot of my family wondering what the hell I was doing. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, it, it, like they, they contacted me right away. We started working on meetings, and... Um, you know, it, it, I'm kind of in the bonus now. It was all really good. But, like, yeah, my, my goal really was just to do this, you know, like wow. to, to go out there and wrestle and have fun and, uh, you know, make money and, uh, you know, see a lot of the world and try to get out before something fell off, you know? Absolutely. Speaking of, of Kurt Angle, would you put him on a level with Brock Lesnar as far as some of the most intense guys you've been in the ring with? I mean, he's a, an uh, Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, a lot of getting ready for Brock was just realizing he's basically a bigger Kurt Angle. I mean, he's just, but Kurt is, he's crazy, man. He's just, I mean, we just had the documentary about him on the network and, uh, you know, everything I said is true. Like if Kurt Angle's leg fell off, he'd hop twice as fast Jeez. to make up for the lo loss of mobility, man. Like he just, he, there's no quit in him. And, uh, 
you know, it's just, uh, yeah, it was kind of a nice little primer to get ready for Brock. You know, a guy like me, as a, a casual observer of wrestling more than anything else, I grew up, obviously, on the, the Iron Sheik and Nikita Volkov, the Nikolai Volkov or whatever. And, and, all the fake and, and, Russians. All the, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I grew up on that. Uh, you have the tendency to kind of dismiss, and people are so quick to say, oh, it's fake, blah, blah, blah. What I've come to realize in the last few years is... You guys are putting your bodies out there on the line every single match. And, uh, yeah, you can fudge some things, but there are certain things like throwing a guy through a table, like taking a chop. You can't fake stuff like that. There's genuine physical exertion that goes into what you do. Is it frustrating when you see idiots like me saying things like, oh, you know, it's glorified, uh, you know, guys in spandex throwing each other around? No, not really. Well, I've kind of gotten over it. Like, okay, like, you know, you know, listen, if if I try to heal all the ignorance in the world, I'd. Uh, be yeah. out of juice pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> sure would. So like you know, but but I mean for me like I, I know the people that matter. Like uh, you know I've, I've I've come up and I've grown up with a lot of fighters in my entire life, and uh, you know I've been in corners at UFC. I've, I've you know I've I've been through training camps with guys, and I know what it takes to be a fighter, and I know what it takes to do what we do. Yeah. So and and I know a lot of the fighters they've tried to like make the crossover, and they've taken like two or three bumps and said, "Listen, I'm all about not getting hit. I'm not trying to get hit." So, right. Um. You know, though though their opinion kind of matters more to me. Yeah. Than like you know John. Ever- on the street who's gonna you know who honestly in his head thinks he can knock out everybody with one punch <laughs> all I need is one shot man anybody in the world I mean I, I made everybody think he's the right got a kid, you know like I don't worry about that dude too much so uh, you know you. like the, the people that know know so it's not a big deal to me Samoa Joe is in the studio with us WWE superstar I mean you gotta tell Joe I mean that you left after the first match when you're at Wrestlemania this year okay look man <laughs> I, you, I, said you couldn't I, take it anymore I just I, I, I had been there uh, tailgating forever getting involved in all the hoopla and then the that's first match happened <laughs> that's a lie the first match happened, and I, and I saw it from my seats way back then. Who I was said, it? I'm good. Oh, that was uh, it was uh, that was Money in the Bank. Uh, that was uh, uh, Shane just, Mack. Just Shane not, Mack. Walk away not from the it. first <laughs> match. Just walk away from it. First match wasn't Shane McMahon. Well, what time did you get there? Did you miss the pro- entire pre-show? There was a pre-show. Oh okay. man, it was like uh, three TV shows taped before. You know, I could watch it on the TV in the comfort of my own living it's room. It's literally turned into like a pilgrimage where you have to spend all day long, circle the stadium a few times. You know, yeah, and it's it, a thing. And and the, today's wrestling fan, like these guys, they've broken the mold of what we used to think the wrestling fan was. My brother-in-law is an attorney, one of the brightest guys I know, and he loves, like right now, he's probably got his pants and his ankles listening to this radio show going, oh my God. They we all do. Joe. I know, right. He fits in with these rest of these jabronis. And this is where it got weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it took this long, to be honest with you, Joe. Uh, Joe, what's, I'm fascinated by, by uh, uh, the life of a wrestler. What's your travel schedule like? Because from what Micah tells me about her brothers, they're only home one day a week. Yeah, pretty Oof. much. And I'm usually with her brothers, who are both insane. Um, <laughs> and by the way, hey guys, Guys, I'm telling you, y'all need to treat Micah a lot nicer because if they get hot, I can't protect you. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh, really? we, we tread one. very, very. Yeah. The only one you have to worry about. Yeah. The other one, we tread what, very. What's the other one? No, no, no. You ever see a little? You may think stamp? that he's the he's the crazy one. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, crazy. man. <laughs> looking all free bird the other night. I just, <laughs> I, there are areas where I just I'm on a roll and I like look over at Mike and I say something. And I think about her brothers and I go, Oh, yeah. geez, come on, no. Think about don't. Her father. Closes his eyes. Yes. When he's like looking at me talking. He goes like this. I'm like, It's okay. You can open your eyes. The family. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean like like right now we're probably like we're four days out probably three to two days home just depends and then we have an international tour usually every third week so wow. every third it. week an international tour yeah we just did japan and singapore i think but they keep opening ago. up india yeah. china wow. you know now it's like we're, it's further you married oh uh, yeah i am and wow. kids yeah two two little boys congrats how old are your boys uh six and seven do they know you're cool 
Uh, yeah, they're, they're just now kind of like realizing it. But like, here's the thing: is that I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mike affirming yeah, to his son Joey that yeah. he is cool. That but must yeah. be so awesome when they go to school and other kids have their your actions. Yeah, they, yeah, they could care less about me. They're like, they love everybody but me. You know, oh, yeah. one son's like, oh, Bailey's so nice. You know, Finn Balor, he's cool. Got to do him. Like, those guys up. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He's like, and then I'm questioning, why'd you do that? Finn Balor's awesome. Why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual discussion I'd had with my son. Well, what's the coolest place that you've been to internationally that you thought initially you went going in doing, not knowing what to expect, but you came away just going, "Wow, this is a magical part of the world that we would uh, that we wouldn't even think of." Uh, a long time ago, like I think my first time down in like Costa Rica, which is like you hear it's kind of cool, and then I went down there, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, some of this next La level." Pura cool. vida. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very very good. So Costa Rica is cool. I mean, obviously, I love Japan, um, and then just recently Singapore. Like really? Singapore is like amazing. Like the, I mean, and not from like a oh, it's a cool, clean. I mean, like the architecture, everything. Like they have this giant indoor tower garden with waterfalls and all this crazy stuff. Nice. And, uh, it, I mean, yeah. I mean, we get we get to go a lot of cool places. So I mean, it's uh, it's hard to pick just one. That would have to be the coolest aspect of your job is traveling globally and seeing the impact that you have and that the brand has on people's lives. It brings them joy, makes them forget about our troubles for a little bit, which is what sports and wrestling is all about. Really, escapism, forgetting mm -hmm. you know, shutting the awful world out for an hour or two, or in the case of John sending five hours on a Sunday night, because <laughs> uh, or he Friday morning, or Friday night, because you take days off, uh, and uh, and that has to be the coolest thing, seeing how many lives you can touch by being you or an exaggerated well, version. as long as I can keep the butter knife away from your wrist, I guess I'm pretty happy. <laughs> Good Lord, that's what kind of doom and gloom world do you live in, man? A world where radio stations steal crap from us, man. I'm sorry. Oh, hey, I heard you got robbed. Yeah, well, last night we are uh, another radio station messed with us. They, I mean, oh. If we had Samoa Joe on our events, this would never happen. Let's go happen. put some people in trunks, man. Yeah! Let's yeah! Fight it like anger, man. Bring yeah. it on, field manager Toby. I mean, we got to show Joe what John Senning did to me earlier this week to see if he approves of it. Okay, now this is going to be disgusting. Like This is like a guy saying, hey, uh, Dale Murphy, look at my home run swing. Sorry to end for a not current reference. Well, I just don't know if it's offensive or not. I feel like it should be. It is offensive yeah, it, it, because you're taking his coquina clutch and you're showing him a bastardized version of it right in front Ooh, of him. Gross. And forcing Drew to bring up Dale Murphy. Right. <laughs> see what you did? Why would I bring him up when I could have said Jim Rice? Of or, uh, or 20 years of home run hitters yeah. and I chose Dale Murphy? I I don't know why. I, I have no idea. Ken Griffey Jr. would have been a fine choice. Any of the top five sure. would have been Bryce great. Harper would yeah. have been good. So, uh, John, would you... Uh, well, I think, Joe, I think oh. Joe should have it for Bone TV. I think he's going to oh, put it up there. Yeah, so. yeah there it is right so there. This is oh, yeah. what happened yesterday. Uh -oh. Seth's headphones break on this, by the way. You're going to see Seth's headphones break. Seth looks very timid. <laughs> yeah, the apprehension's a little... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was lurking thing. on him. I was stalking my prey. Yeah. Uh -huh. The shaking wrist. Yeah, just like... Just, I mean, what'd you think, though? It wasn't half bad. Was that an excuse to snuggle in the studio? Yeah. Yeah, that definitely was. That's a Kind of show we have. Just, that is the kind of show we have. I don't know coach. why. Cocky yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is definitely what it was. There yeah, was no this is not the place that. to hide your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Let it all out there. Yeah. Well, why? I mean, Joe, wherever you go, do people say, "Hey, I want you to put me in a move. I want you to slap me." Because yeah, that... and then and then when I'm explaining to a station manager why their talents knocked out between breaks, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't think you can knock John out. <laughs> <laughs> no way. He's unknockoutable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no I way. mean, how how long would it take you for to, for you to legitimately put me to sleep uh seconds like legitimately seconds like seconds you'd go he out. wants it look at this Why? guy yeah what can is we, wrong with you you're supposed to be fearful can we bet on how many seconds it'll take <laughs> listen can him. i just tell you that right. uh hoist gracie was in the studio mm -hmm. with us and he showed me how to put properly put the sleeper hold yep. on him yep 
And then he goes, now you just lean back and apply pressure. And I did it. And he went like this, like yeah. that. Now, granted, if he wanted to, he could have thrown me over the table and killed sure. me. But he definitely was starting to feel it like that. Yeah, it's crazy. So I don't think Joe can do it as a job. Well, let's just let's bet how long that'll take. I, I think three seconds or less. Oh, be, no, no, seven. I seven? say seven. <laughs> Joe's been, it's his day off. He's yeah. not <laughs> feeling good. Definitely wearing long up. pants. There's no theme music. <laughs> oh, there would be. Uh, Samoa Joe is in the studio with us. WWE superstar uh, John Senning is in seventh heaven right now. John, uh, any other questions you'd like to ask Joe? I'm sure you have a million of them in yeah. your shirt pocket. Yeah, I do. Um, how Joe, how much do you attribute uh, Triple H to you being a part of the WWE now. I know that he, um, you know, has brought in a lot of guys that maybe we didn't think we would ever see, like AJ Styles, Kevin Owens. Do you, is he almost single-handedly responsible for you know this kind of resurgence of these guys we've seen on the indies and things like that? Uh, I mean, yeah, he made the call. So I mean, I give him a ton of credit for me being in WWE. Um, you know, because he was my contact point. Like, really, it was a bunch of dudes. It was Paul Heyman. It was Road Dog. It was Joey Mercury. It was it was really like a, a laundry list of people who were working at the company at the time that worked me worked with me throughout my career. Who said uh, you got to you got to give this guy a call. You got to take a meeting with this guy. We need this guy here. We need this guy here. We need this guy here. And Hunter took the meeting. Uh, we hit it off great. Like I'm I'm real big on like as long as you don't overpromise and you're real honest, we're straight. Like yeah. I've I've dealt with enough BS uh, overpromising in my life. That, What's the meeting like? Like what do you have? Like, we know what you could do on tape, but yeah. what is the meeting like? Um, it's in a back of an Italian. Restaurant, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but like, hey, Joe, you still got you still got any gas in the tank? Like, like what is he asking? You? No, like, it literally sat down to me, and then he goes, he goes, uh, well, uh, enough people have uh, ripped my hair off telling me I should take this meeting. So, uh, you have any interest in working with us? And I said, yeah, of course. You know, what's what's the deal? And he threw the initial deal out on the table, um, and it was a uh, it, it was a little bit of a low offer, but it was a foot in the door, and I, and there was higher or lower than. The last no, financially it was actually great, but I mean, as far as opportunity, it was oh. a lowball offer. Sure, uh, he did take care of me in that aspect, which was much appreciated. What uh, do you mean? So how else would it be lowball? Like, hey, we're gonna get you, but you're not. Really it, it, I mean, he told like- he told me from from the get, he's like, you know, we're probably only gonna be using NXT. Uh, you're in your 30s. Um, you know, Vince isn't really interested in bringing those guys up right now. And that was the edict at the time was that you know if you were over this certain age, we're not interested in bringing you to Raw and SmackDown. We're trying to build new talent. But to me, like, I already had a pretty good career, you know, like, and, and, and it was just kind of an opportunity to stay going. It was a merch deal, which they do so much distribution I was with. And um, I said, yeah, sure. And then within, uh, I believe, a week and a half, I was offered a main roster contract, and I was working to work in NXT, and with the uh, with later moving on to Raw after we had built the brand too. That's like pretty awesome. Line. That is awesome, man. What a story! And so, then and then it was like after I got hired, then you know AJ got hired, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, it was cool to be in your 30s. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's gotta you be know good. Why? They yeah. they try to bring too many new guys in at once. Yeah. And for a guy like me, I just get confused. Are they all look like? Like good-looking blonde-haired dudes with muscles, and I'm like, I don't know one. I don't know yeah. a Ziggler from a Zoloff. I don't know what's going you know, on. Because you know we're those bulls that you know we walk down to the valley. Right, 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 exactly. All these crabs are running down there, wearing right. themselves out. Oh man, Robert Duvall going to be colors. Hell yeah, we're going to get them all. Can I just tell you though? I thought that the match of Great Balls of Fire with you and Brock was great. Thanks, I've been saying that on the air because I really thought when the time started ticking away that it was going to be crap, that they were going to be like, oh, they're giving you guys 10 minutes to do it. But there was the right amount of time, the right amount of action. 
two giant guys throwing each other around. I, when it was over, I went, all right, my bad. That was good. Yeah, and <laughs> that's good. a big Seriously. match. Like, uh, uh, So where does it go from here? I, I guess Brock Lesnar won, won that match. It could be some SummerSlam activity. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah, where, like, hey, that's, what, that's, that's the goal now. I mean, uh, next week is me and Roman Reigns for the number one contendership for the main event at SummerSlam. Okay. Um, and, uh, so where, where is that? Where can I catch that? You versus Roman Reigns is on Monday, Monday Night, Night Raw. Raw. All right. USA Network. I'm, you should, you should come beat on, Drew. I'm, I'm get, like I said yesterday to Cameron Lynch from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I want to show love to the people who show love to us. Cam Lynch made me a Bucks fan, and I've been dying to get back in wrestling. I wore this shirt to WrestleMania. So Monday Night Raw, <laughs> I will watch you take on Roman Reigns. That's R-A-I-N-S. Right? That's R-O-N-S. No, I'm just having some fun. You can boo him, too. It's acceptable. Boo who? Roman, Roman Reigns? Reigns. Yeah. Okay, Yeah, because I mean, I'm obviously rooting for Samoa Joe, uh, who, according to Deadspin article, can't be stopped. Did you see the Deadspin article on you? They paid homage in an amazing they because, you know, Deadspin can go either way. They, uh, boy, they wrote a long article on your whole career and your path and, and how amazing you are. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be reading that stuff every yeah. day. I mean, go, man, I can't be stopped. These guys are right. Uh, good or bad, what, what's the feeling like uh, when you get that crowd reaction? Is there any better feeling than when you go out there and they're oh, either booing or it's cheering? It's terrible. I'm just like, I can't, why am I out here? Why are all these people? Uh, <laughs> what a horrible they? question. Is uh, it oh, like, oh. He's going yeah. full heel on me now. I knew it. <laughs> Well, these guys say, I heard Kurt Angle last night saying there's not a better feeling in the world than, than when you go out there and they're cheering for you. I mean, even when you have kids, you get married, they say that's the greatest feeling in the world. Well, is it? My yeah, question it would be, how does it feel, okay, so when you walk in an arena in Japan as opposed to a, an arena in USA? Because uh, the fan base is different. Yeah, like, I know. well, in Japan, like, it's funny, like, the, 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 you're used to, like, the rowdy American fan who's just, like, the whole time, you know, just, I need to make noise. And then, <laughs> like, the Japanese fan, like, sits there and they, like, quietly observe and like take in everything that you're doing and then something amazing happens like oh <laughs> <laughs> you see that alright shut up shut up shut up I gotta watch I gotta watch <laughs> like it's, it's, it's a real different I have a new goal in life it's to make Asians go oh <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it's, it's oddly satisfying hey, we, we had uh, we had EC the real EC3 in here a couple weeks ago and he was kind of mean to me do you think you can beat him up EC3? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, he's actually kind of a good buddy of mine. Oh. So. Yeah. Now it's starting to make me think different about nah, you. What the know. hell is an EC3? Yeah, Ethan. Ethan the third. Yeah, he was really, he, was a, he came in, he was real, he, he was a heel John. with us. Oh, yeah, slapped, that's the... Hey, that, now, now uh, watch this chop that John takes. That's oh. that's a Why, pretty good chop, where, right? What are you wearing? <laughs> that, was, that was just something Great I threw question. together. <laughs> Who is that guy? That, that That's Ethan Carter III. He's a wrestler? He, he is he's a, an, certainly a wrestler. He's an impact. Oh, yeah. you don't know. Who's that gay zebra behind <laughs> John is the gay smooth zebra behind him. And he, John and, looks like if a guy from ISIS decided to come out. <laughs> Dang, just, just to let you know, if I would have came in here he was wearing that, I would have walked right back. <laughs> That is why he's wearing business attire. Yeah, right he actually, that's his version of a tuxedo. Yeah, yeah. Like, is that yeah. BizCash Fridays right that now? Is, no, that is definitely his. Uh, Good his, as it gets. That's formal for John Sunning. John, don't you show up to dressed as the Macho Man when you go to the like WrestleMania and the big time events? I I personally never actually dressed in full garb, but I might I might start. Yeah. What are you wearing when we go to NXT? Whatever you want, Mike. Um, May Young. <laughs> What's who's May Young? I don't know who that is. She's a dead old lady oh, wrestler. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. the May Young Classic is. It starts today and it goes tomorrow. And there's 33 women wrestlers. It's revolutionary. It really shows all of the talent that's progressed through NXT. And then a lot of different wrestlers are being represented who come from the indie circuit, mm. and they get a chance to make history today huh. and tomorrow. So Check out the big brain on bread. Uh, we have Samoa Joe in the studio with us. Uh, we'll take a moment. Can you stick around? We'll get you oh, some kava. Absolutely. All right. We, we have more with Samoa Joe, tons more show, and then at uh, 5 o'clock, we'll talk to Tyler Johnson, Tampa Bay Lightning legend, who just inked a huge deal. You make more money or less money than he does? 
Ooh, let me tell. What this new deal? Five no, million dollars a year. For uh, no, I'm making slightly less. Slightly less, but not pretty a lot good. less, which is pretty damn Neither good. Neither one of you make fourteen million. Like Mike Calta does. Uh, more Samoa Joe. We come back. Bring my level, the hard drama. Will you never been a man? You want styling? You know it's time again. D, the enemy, telling you to hear it. Bump, they praise the music. Sound. It is public enemy. Samoa Joe, an old school hip hop fan like myself. Absolutely. The music we grew up on when hip hop was hip hop. Uh, yes. Not saying huh. What are uh, what are, huh? no, what are some of your favorites hop. besides uh, besides uh, Beastie Boys, Public Enemy? Who else? You, uh, who else oh, you like? Man. It's it's a it's a long list. I mean, yeah. you go you know you go through Jay Jay Z's, your Biggie's, your sure. Tupac's. I mean, that's sure. kind of like without the a givens. doubt there. The yeah. Givens. Yeah. Uh, yep. Nas. No. Snow. No, did you Informer. say Nas? One of the best MCs in the game. Absolutely. No uh, question. The Fugees. Yeah. Uh, oh. John. I mean. Yeah. The Fugees had one song and it was a Come remake. On, no, they actually had, they had, they had, they had a great that. album. Ready they had a great album. Oh, and yeah. then when they split off of there, every, 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 well, well Proz kind of had okay mm. run. He had a hit. But <laughs> a hit with ODB and yeah, uh, everybody else is pretty good. Saying. And, you know, Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, like they're nothing to F with. No. Uh, now, uh, with the with the Fugees, <laughs> have you read Wyclef's autobiography about uh, about him and Lauren and all that stuff? I've, I've I've read kind of the, 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 the crib notes of it, which is it's pretty interesting. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know Lost Ones was about Wyclef. Right. And I'd say a long flight that... That book would be good. Next time I see you, I'll put that book into your oh, hands. Please, I have please. the hardback version, and it's a fascinating read. Oh, Mike, classy. Yeah, Mike okay. Rotunda is uh, is in with us, and well, that's what the publicists send you when you interview Wyclef. <laughs> it's in your, the hardbound copy. Uh, Micah, now we have some uh, some kava here. I can't help but notice. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Um, I figured, you know. Joe and I have this mutual love for kava. You do. And then my boy Ken from Grassroots. What up, Ken? Hey, makes you makes know, good kava, by the way. He does. We've Ken. had Ken's kava. Share the love. My uh, opinion is Ken would beat up anybody in this you room. You think Ken secretly <laughs> could kill everyone Ken here? Ken could balance a on a, on a pa- uh, palm brand. Right. Yeah. He knows all the... He's, he got, that, he's got that Southeast Asian hitman yeah. vibe about him. Yeah. 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 yeah, he could. You're right. Very Tony Jaw back there. Yeah. But he's yeah. also the most peaceful human being so you you'll say. ever meet. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't know a sure. mattress, sleeps on a mat on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I know about you, Ken. Firewalks every day. So so Ken is prepared from Ken from Grassroots, has prepared some... Now, are we all drinking the same muddy blend? Are we all looking to get full throttle? Why do I have a bowl. It's a shell. It's a shell. It's a shell. No, it's a bowl. No, it's I a gave shell. you my shell because love Aww, you. Look so at I'm you. drinking from the plastic. Oh, what do cup. I do? Lip I lap did. it like a dog? <laughs> So you're gonna drink it all at once. Oh no! Oh, no. Yeah, you're gonna oh, go yeah. numb also. Yeah. Yeah. Your throat. So what kava does is it calms your central nervous system, relaxes your mind and body. It also detoxifies your system. So don't drink it with alcohol. If and it makes my it uncles then. sing songs involuntarily. Very and, uh, what if I do that? And kiss people on the cheek for no good uh, yeah, no reason. Yeah, it just <laughs> makes you feel Joey, before I drink this, if I have a heart attack, sue them rotunda. They got money. <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. Really, a whole so thing? We're going we're yeah. to hold our shells gonna, up. I'm going right. to say Bula, which is a cheers to long and healthy life in Fijian. Okay, do we say Bula back? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then we drink the whole thing. Oh, no. Yeah. Ready? Slam it hard. Bula. 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 Oh yeah, buddy. I'm getting muddy. Oh yeah, I don't dislike it. No. No. Oh, yeah. Now that numbness in your mouth, that man. tongue, that's yeah. perfectly normal. Yep. Don't feel bad about that. Oh man. Oh. I can't quite figure out what that taste is. Dirt. Uh, it's uh, it's mud dirt. Mud water. It is dirt. You just yeah. drink mud water. He's really proud mud. of you. Yeah. Mud water. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mud water. If anybody else in this room gave that to me, I would not drink it. Right, <laughs> right. You, right. But it, but Especially this guy back here. 
<laughs> Suspicious Ken back there? Suspicious Ken. He's Man. like, just as I planned. <laughs> Man, that is... Uh, the job is, is done. All right, now I can't feel my tongue. That is a yeah. unique... A I can't like feel cocaine. my face when I'm with you. <laughs> All right, now she's singing The Weeknd. <laughs> We've really gone off the rails here. Do we make out now? No. 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 no, no I was no. talking to Joe. John. No? Yeah. <laughs> Samoa Joe, the WWE superstar, is in the studio with us. He will be on uh, Raw this Monday night versus Roman Reigns. He's fresh off of Great Balls of Fire, which was this past Sunday. Uh, and uh, man, your your path is laid out for you. Certainly, what a ride you've had in this uh, in this wrestling career. What would you be doing if not for wrestling? What do you think your life would be right now had you never gone down this road? Uh, probably still selling subprime mortgages to idiots. <laughs> <laughs> really great hustle for me, man. Oh, that's funny. Oh, do I you would... think about that a lot? Like when you're like getting ready for a match? Yeah, how many like... lives I ruined before I started wrestling? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, take a variable interest rate. Trust me, they're never going up. <laughs> Economy's too strong. We're America. Do you believe in America? Then believe in this loan. <laughs> oh, you can hard sell a mortgage to anybody. Yeah. Wow. And so that was your path. You were doing that, and then yeah. and then boom, shift gears, and, and you're a wrestling superstar. Yeah, I don't know. It's quite a transition, isn't it? <laughs> it is, man. Yeah, I went from, uh, you know. Well, you're acting in both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are there people that you sold mortgages to maybe over the phone that you think would know that, oh, my God, that dude on my TV is the guy who basically robbed me of my future. Yeah, I hope not because I'm going to need a restraining order. Uh, I mean, we sold the dirty ones too. I, mean, oh. even like, I don't even think there are American companies that finance them. You know? it's like, what a get a pool. Bet. Get a yeah. pool too. You can get yeah. a pool. Yeah, yeah sure. Are you, oh, you're not going to refurbish? That's a, you can throw another 40K on this bad boy. It won't be a big deal. Samoa Joe is here. Uh, Seth, another question from your notebook for Samoa Joe. Well, I just wanted to know, how much do merchandise sales play into a guy getting a push? Because I read that when you debuted at NXT, all of your shirts sold out, and they said, hey, listen, this guy's for real. Does it? Do you monitor that at all, or just the check that they send you uh, no, every it, week? It, it plays, I mean, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I know after that happened, uh, the phone call was, uh, yeah, we need you to be signed exclusively immediately. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, 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 it plays a big part. I mean, obviously, if, there, if there's a fan base there, and, uh, you know, especially, you know, if, if you want to vote, it's, 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 econ it's the economy, man. You vote with your dollars, and... Uh, you know, people were excited that I was there. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, it makes a big difference. You know that pop was coming? Did you, did you like, feel that, um, you know, once I roll out there, this is going to happen? You know, like, before I started there, I did. But it's funny because, you know, you're backstage, and there was this big argument. And it, well, I want to say it was an argument, but it was a... a, a discussion? Discussion. It was. It was a discussion between uh, between two of the top guys uh, in, in, in creative. Like, one guy was like, they're going to know who he is. Uh, there should be no physicality. Just let him go out there and just, like, you know, sh show up. And then the other guy was like, well... If he doesn't do anything, people don't, you know, nobody's going to know who he is and nobody knows what he's capable of. So the, the you know, the decision was made, hey, listen, just go out there and do your thing, man. Just, just, just walk out. You, you know, you don't need to whip anybody the first night. You know, you'll get them on the next night and, and the people will know who you are. So I'm sitting at the curtain now. I'm sitting there going, what does it mean? Nobody's going to know who I am. Like, Maybe he's right. Oh my, this would be disastrous. I got to sack up. Now there's money color. on the, yeah, now there's like, there's like rival factions because, you know, the one guy, he's sitting there going, oh God, don't let anybody say a word because then the other guy's like, oh, I hope everybody cheers. Otherwise, you know, Man. nobody wants, you know, nobody wants to lose that argument at the sure. top. So, uh, but your guy won. Oh yeah. He, yeah. Oh, we won big. <laughs> we won big. Yeah. And, and now I see that other guy on daily, uh, you know, on a weekly basis. Yeah. And he's always like, hey, man. <laughs> Great job. Yeah. You're really popping out there. Superstar. That is, that is my next job, I think. What's that? Creative I, guy? Creative guy for the WWE. You do well with that. Didn't I would Billy love Corgan that. from Smashing Pumpkins go that route? And yeah, Bob Mould from, uh, from I, Husker Do? I would do it right. Yeah, oh. um, I wouldn't pay for anything. I just want to work there. I right. don't want to, and I don't want to be on TV or anything. I just want to write 
because I come up with so many good ideas that I think are good. Sure. <laughs> storylines? Is that why you're putting me in storylines in the punch out? <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean I created the whole punch out. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so you what did. would you do with Joe right now? If you were if you were writing for WWE, what would you do? Yeah, fresh I, off a fresh off a, an unfortunate weekend going into Roman Reigns, what's his path laid out? Let's for make him? good decisions here, Mike. Yeah. Oh I, no, no, no. The way I see it is that he uh he come. He's still chasing that title, and he didn't. He didn't lose. He didn't show that he couldn't. He's he's done the most ma- uh, damage to Brock Lesnar than anybody I've seen in a while. Sure. So now he's on the road back to Brock Lesnar, which I have to tell you is going to have to go through Big Cass because Ooh. Big Cass is rising up too. Now it's all the big guys fighting for that spot. Little Italian bias here. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big Cass, a good boy. Hey, forget uh, about it. From my neighborhood. <laughs> big Cass finally uh, shook that dead weight that he had that's and he's on his way to the uh to, to being uh, a standalone champion like he should be <laughs> and we're losing guys like kane to age undertaker and it's time to bring in the new breed of big guys and that's by making them fight each other like we did at Great Balls of Fire. We, like I had something to do with Good it. Good job, Mike. <laughs> way, way to make those Mike's big guys Mike's fight. Mike's ready. Nice job. He's taking ownership of it. I like that. You get a lot of pride. Can I tell you my idea for a guy? I'd love it. Okay. My guy <laughs> has um, split personalities. Okay. He's very, he's very dapper. He's right. very smart, very intelligent. Sure. And then something makes him switch. And then he he becomes an animal, right? Like and somebody touches his ears, or yeah, no, yeah, not, yeah. not like uh, not that kind of switch. Not like what's his name, Warren? <laughs> right. No, um, something that, like a bell or a noise or something, something that a guy like Paul Heyman can only do. You know, okay, click it in his ear or something like that, and the guy goes, hmm, turned into this. And then eventually, shocks him through his Fitbit, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> eventually, that guy becomes so popular as a good guy and a bad guy, he is scheduled to fight himself. Oh. <laughs> He's in the ring by himself, and when they go to announce the opponent, right. they zap him on his Fitbit, <laughs> and he ends up fighting himself. Like a, a Tyler Durden fa- uh, Fight Club, very game to it. very similar. To that. All right, yeah. an existential crisis in the ring. Yeah, I, I would there totally watch that. There you go. I would I would, I would be all about that. I buy both of his t-shirts. When heart imitates life, the, was. the good guy and the bad guy, and bring in and bring back more. Uh, I like more managers in the role. More managers. Yeah, you yeah, like yeah, that yeah. role. I like that extra that extra character. Yeah. To be involved now, what in would that. Ted DiBiase be without Virgil? What, 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 what to bring back an old school reference, if I may? <laughs> and Virgil, by the way, still yeah, making. I, I will say this though, like I think a lot of people miss managers who remember back in the day, but like it's hard to find those Bobby the Brain Heenans in the world. Oh yeah, like guys who have this crazy wit because you know most of them are doing radio now. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Heyman, yeah, is the best. Yeah, Paul Heyman's the. I mean, I grew up on Freddie Blassie mm. and uh, remember the Wizard mm-hmm. uh, and all those guys, and and of course Bobby the Brain. And you need a guy like that. And uh, Heyman's the only guy really doing it right now. Well, am I right in that Animal and Hawk were managed by Precious Paul Ellery? Was, and, yes. pre- and Precious Paul Ellery actually yeah. is He's back still in the there WWE. With NXT. You gotta He's be got kidding a me. brand new tag team who are very LOD like. No uh, way. Yeah. yeah, they're called the Authors of Pain. They're AOP and they're. Uh, they are uh, they're basically one is uh, was a former uh, shoot fighter who was known as the Albanian psycho huge guy. <laughs> okay. The other one was a, a Olympic qualifying wrestler for Canada. Uh, Authors uh, of pain, you said. Yeah, and they're uh, they're young and they're going to be something special. The, I'm, I'm jumping on right now because yeah, I've been and, looking for man- something managed by Precious Paul. Because oh, the LOD, there was nothing better. Like we, we say, LOD Legion of Drew. That's an homage to Animal and Hawk. Uh-huh. There are a lot of ups and downs in the wrestling world, brother. You're down on the canvas, looking up at us on the turnbuckle. Yeah. We were born without the benefits. Of mothers, I mean, they, they wow. had the they, they had the best promos in the game. Those guys, and then Axe and Smash came along and ripped off their gig, and I just uh, you know it was all over. Don't for me. forget the Nasty Boys. Can't yeah. forget the Nasty.
nasty boys. Uh, yes, uh, John Senning, <laughs> something else for uh, Samoa Joe. Oh uh, yeah, Joe, do you think that NXT properly kind of recreates the uh, the paying of the dues that is uh, synonymous with pro wrestling? Because a lot of these guys, they haven't been on the indies, they haven't paid their dues for years and years, but I do know they, that a lot of these guys are setting up the rings and stuff like that. Do you think that this is the, the new you know the new norm and is it a, a suitable replacement for coming up through the indies uh, i think it's i think it's got like a twofold benefit there i think a yeah they do pay their dues when the guys are in nxt not me uh <laughs> but the, the, but the guys who are signing developmental deals and are there they're there setting up the ring we call them you know we have the coconut loops which are right around here in florida i mean they're, they're setting up the ring they're breaking it down they're training every day at the pc um and it's and it's arduous training man those guys go through it through a lot um and then also you have the benefit of getting over before you get on the main roster so it's like the the hardcore fans who are really into WWE, they're watching NXT, they're seeing these guys develop, they're seeing these guys come up, so that when they debut on Raw or SmackDown, from night one, people are excited that they're there. It doesn't take five weeks to, to sit there and introduce this, these people to the world. Right. The fan base is there, they know who they are, and they're and they're very much about them. So it's kind of, it's, it's kind of had this benefit in the fact that, like, we don't need to commit all this TV time to get the fans to be into somebody. They're into them from the, from the first night they walk out there. Do you have an element when you were, uh, when you're doing some of the uh, the lesser known wrestling circuits, did you have an element when you're in the ring of, I'm really destined for something bigger than this? Or do you manage to stay in the moment and go, this is what I have to do to get to where I need to be? Uh, I, I, honestly, most of the time I manage to stay in the moment. But yeah. like, because I mean, it's a... Uh, a crowd's a crowd, and and, and granted, uh, WrestleMania being out in front of hundred thousand people or ninety thousand people or you know how many people are out there, that's that's a rush uh, that you know just can't be duplicated. But at the same time, like uh, when you're in the moment, you're out there. It's 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 just as long as people are appreciating what you're doing. Sure, you're kind of into it. So it's not. I mean, for me, it's it's it is what it is. It's never like, oh, what am I doing here? Why should I be? You know, I should be in the because right. like, I've literally done shows where I've gone and I've main evented the Budokan. And sold out Budokan, and then the next day I worked in a warehouse in like uh, in in like Louisville, Kentucky. Right? Yeah, no, yeah, like you know, wow. three exits up from Mawa. You know, like right. like legitimately that's happened to me. Where I was just like, my God, what you know? What? But every room's a room. Yeah, every yeah. crowd's a crowd. I was singing the Hotel Intercontinental last night. Now I'm singing a Ramada off the <laughs> turnpike. Samoa Joe is in the studio with us. Uh, everybody feeling good from the Kava right now? Yeah, my mouth is numb. I was just going to say, my yeah. mouth, esophagus, and spirituality are all numb right now. Yeah. I uh, can't feel a thing. Everybody seems really groovy. Right yeah. I feel good. I keep waiting for that guy to fly around the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games until Ken starts levitating. Yeah. Like, a, like a butterfly. <laughs> Uh, yes, John Setting. Uh, Joe, you've had the luxury of working with a lot of guys and a lot of different promotions around the country. Is there one guy out there right now not signed by the WWE, whether he's a friend or somebody who you just think has it, uh, that you'd like to see uh, get a contract soon? Good question. Put mm. him uh, on the spot. A mm -hmm. couple dudes, a couple dudes. Uh, Jay Lethal, I think, is one of them. Uh, he's a kind of a guy who can do any character and, and, and do anything you put in front of him. He can kill it. Uh, another guy that I recently was just watching a lot of, um, God, I'm trying to remember, Dalton Castle. Hmm. And I don't know if you've seen this guy's uh, his act, but it's uh, it's uh, I, I won't even spoil it. If okay, you just look up Dalton Castle, uh, Dalton Castle entrance on. Does he have a uh, split personality? Is it no. like Doink? It's uh, no, it's uh, it's something. Uh, it's something pretty special. So uh, right. he's a guy that I've been seeing out there, and uh, a lot of guys, you know, in NXT are kind of already making their de debuts in NXT. Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and uh, I mean th those are kind of the main ones, and. You know, but of those two, I think those are two guys that a lot of people don't give enough play to, and uh, I like to see them in uh, in WWE. Right on, Samoa Joe, everybody. What a what a what an honor it was to meet you, man, to hang out with you, and uh, and thank you so much for doing this, man. Yeah, no you're, you're a hell of a guy. You made a fan in me, that's for sure. I kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here's why. 
He, I just found out that he, we live in the same county, right? Yeah. Which normally would be like, cool. Why don't we be friends and hang out? We'll go to like a Buffalo Wild Wings or something. We can hang out. At. Instead, I just realized that I'm now knocked down to fourth most person, popular person in Pasco County. Oh no, because he, he's a Pasco guy too. Can I, can I ask you a question? Have yeah, you ever yeah. been to the Bruzy Trattoria? Yeah, oh my god, what a great on Van Dyke okay. Road, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah I went in the You're other not day. Invited. I, I went there the <laughs> other day, and the owner was really sweet. He's like, oh, you know, we have a lot of people in here that you and another wrestler guy. Ah, oh, they're the radio guy, uh, big guy. He's a good like guy. That, he's gonna say uh, it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a breadstick tonight at Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> That's a I, fine restaurant. That place is delicious. They are all awesome. great food, phenomenal food. Uh, well, listen, continued success to you. Thank you again for being here. And, uh, and uh, man, we're going to chart you from here. And I know uh, you're going to continue doing big things, Joe. You're a hell of a guy. Yeah, hey, I try my best. Joe, yeah. smart Joe. Hey, yeah. Uh. Come back. We got a little. It's okay. It's not okay. We got Tyler Johnson. We got tons more. Michael Calta. Thank you for visiting us as well. Thank you for letting me come in, despite all the, uh, in spite of all the. It's it's done. I was just informed uh, by John Brennan. It is done forever. So uh, you know, thank you uh, for being here and for being a friend. And I'll see you at uh, un- at uh, Universal's Volcano Bay on Saturday morning. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I'll see you Friday. Pretty sure you will. Are you going Friday or are you going Saturday? Am I going where? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Friday. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, at Universal uh, Volcano Bay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Forgot to mention that. Didn't tell him I was thinking that. I'm not gonna. I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I won't oh, no, see you tomorrow. Oh, we won't see, see each other tomorrow. Saturday. Right, but we'll see each other tomorrow. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.